Okay, Rabosai, we are on Dafnud Gimel, Ahmed Aleph, but we're starting from Dafnud Bays, Ahmed Bays, one, two, three, four, five lines from the bottom, the second word in the line, Matkif. Now, just to explain the context, yesterday, in order to defend Rabbi Lai, cutting down the date tree on Shvius, where we suspected him of destroying Shvius fruits, so he said, oh, don't worry, he, he was of the opinion that the immature fruits, fruits he followed the rabbis who held that other than, other, than, uh, that other than grapes, that the immature fruits are not considered fruit. Okay, in other words, they disagree. Okay, so, okay, Maski, floor of Shemim and Ardov, from Shemim says, go and say, me, Pligar, Abana, Aledo, Yossi, Bashar, Ilanas, is it really true, you want to tell me what, that besides grapes, uh, okay, and you want to tell me that even by dates, that the rabbis believe, that even by dates, the rabbis believe that immature fruits are not considered fruits. He says, Vatan, I'll show you that they do. They hold that immature fruits are considered fruits. Vatan, didn't we learn? From when can't you cut down the trees and shvies, i.e., when is the fruit considered fruit that you're not allowed to destroy? say, Okay, everybody, everybody, uh, uh, every, all fruits, from when they first start, okay, it's a question of what to say, when, they, when, when their leaves start growing, or when the fruit is at the, at the, at the when the fruit first comes out, as we'll see. But Basil Omrim, Charuv, Basil says no. Charuvim, when it comes to Karuv, Mishi Yisharshu, Mishar when they make, when they make change, okay? Vahagafanim, and okay, and when it comes to grape vines, okay, when is that for to cut that down? Mishi Yagriu, when they reach the size of Giru, it's a certain size, as we'll see. And, and, and olives, when they get the covering around it, that's similar to the covering that goes around dates. And all the other, all the other trees are, are, from when, are from when they come out. And Ravasi said, And when we say boser, okay, or gerua, gerua is unripe. Okay, and Geru is that size. Who pull a It means a white bean. So what do you mean, pull a love one? So that can't be a white bean. You talk about a grapevine. There's no beans on grapevines. El Amashi Uro Kapula love It means to say that the size of the grape that's considered a fruit is the size of the white bean. Now, Umashamasle Dhamma Boser in Smadarlo. Now, who is the opinion you're going to say what? It says that, that what? Boser, once it's reached the size of Boser, unripe but bigger, but Smadar, but the original bud, the first, uh, the first tiniest grape that comes out. No, Rabbanan, it's okay, it's. it's the rabbis, but Kartani, and still, even though the rabbi said that, that the rabbi said that by grapes it has to be that has to be bigger. Okay, Kartani and they said all the other trees are from the second that the fruit grows. That's how we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna learn it. Okay, so how can you tell me that the rabbi? Therefore, how can you tell me that the rabbis by other trees disagree and say that unripe fruits are not fruits? We see that even the rabbis say that unripe fruits are fruits. Ella, you have to say it like this. It's for a different reason. How are we going to defend Rabbi Eloi? Okay, Rabbi Ella, Rabbi Eloi, the nishane cuts. We have to say what he cut down was a male day tree. Okay, because the, the the fruits never ripen on the tree. Okay, and therefore it's not considered when you cut it down. It's not considered those cutting down those dates is not considered destroying the fruit. They're not going to ripen anymore. It's not going never going to happen. Okay, now we're going to learn more about this idea of beer. Remember, we've been taking the opinion that beer means that once the fruits are not available to the wild animals, you have to make them unavailable to the to the domestic animals. We said the way we do, we take it outside and we make it we we make, we make it hefker and then then it's then it's reavailable. But otherwise, but no. So once it's once it's not available to wild animals. You're forbidden to eat it. So let's learn more about that. Okay, um, 
you can continue eating in the year, you can rely that they're not complete, okay, on, when it comes to grapes, so long as the, as the arrangements that the, date, that the date vines that are put over the trees, the, the, that the grape vines that are put over the trees, uh, uh, okay, are, are, are not complete, shall, uh, uh, shall, uh, shall ochel, okay, uh, in, the place, in the place called ochel, okay, shall ochel. Okay, you can, as long as there's still, uh, still uh, grapes there, uh, uh, okay, you can continue eating it. Im mucharis, okay, but if there's one, mehan, if there's ones that are related in that place that it didn't stop, ochli and oleim, you can rely on them to continue eating without doing the biur. Ochlin bezeisim achiyichla achron shibertikah. Same thing. How long can you eat, how long can you, how long can you continue eating Olives. So long as there's still some left in the city of Tako, with a lot of a lot of the olives. Basically, Rabbi Lezomer Achiyichla Achron Shal Gushchol. He says no till the last one in 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 a place called in a place called Gush in a place called Gushchola. Uh, one second. Right. That also had a lot of uh, that also had a lot of uh, a lot of olives. Okay, now what is that? What is what's what, now? When, when do you consider it to be? When do you, how do you know if it's if it's finished or not? You have to be there can't be, be a single fruit there. The answer is kadeshi ani locate ani yotze. Let's say a poor man goes out to collect olives. He doesn't find on the on the branches vlobikara and not and not on the and not on the trunk rova. He doesn't find he doesn't find a, a quarter cob of olives. So that's considered already that it's that it's that it's finished. Okay, when you talk about okay achi. You can continue eating the dried figs until the until the unripe figs of Basini are gone. I'm Rabbi Yehuda, who's going to pack it? said, "What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Unripe figs. Unripe figs is not a rule. Is not a rule in 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 Bior. It's a rule only in Maisa. The way he says, because we learned those going to pack Ella leinian, but Maisa. We only spoke about the unripe and the unripe figs when it comes to Maisa, as we because it teaches pake beisini ve'ahini de tov yana the the uh, the uh, the um, the unripe." Um, Figs of Basini, okay, and the and the dates of a place called Tuvina, okay. Uh, they're also so they're small. They also those dates are small and they're not really finished. Nevertheless, chayavim b'maiser. You're obligated to give them. You, to, you're obligated to take maiser from them to take the ties. But it didn't say that that's the that that's the that that is the uh, criteria for. Um, that's the criterion for um, for um, beer. You can continue eating the dates until we said we said until until the end until the last one in the city of Tzor. Till they complete till they're till they're exhausted and so on. I Rabbi Shimon Gamliel Amir Ochlin Al Shel Beis Akipin. Okay, no, he said okay. Al Shel Beis You continue eating so long so long as what they're not exhausted from the as long as they're not exhausted from the branches. But you can eat Al Beis Hashitzin the ones that are on the on the on the thorns. That's already considered exhausted. The fact that they're still found, you can find dates in the thorns. They fall to the thorns, the thorny part of the palm. That's not considered not exhausted. Why is that? We said because it, because it's not really available. To the wild animals, the thorny part is not really available. Ivory Minu coming to me. Yes, you Akasha. You told me. Look, we, that's what you told me. One bracelet, but we learned Ochlim Banavin on Pesach. We learned. We were talking. about, you learned that you eat the eat grapes until Pesach. You can eat olives until until Shavuos. Uh, uh, you can eat the dried figs until Chanukah. But tomorrow Matapurim. You can eat the dates until Purim. Uh, 
Machlif. And Rabbi Yochanan would, would, would reverse the last two that we just learned. And instead he learned, he, instead he learned that what? You can eat the dried figs until Purim and the dates until Hanukkah. But either way, what's the point? No matter how you learn it, okay, we learned in the first Brisa, okay, that there's all these different, there's all, we learned all different times. And now you give me times of the year. They're talking about what, what was available in different areas. The answer is, the says, don't worry. They're both the Brises are the same time. The, when it finishes in this place, it's that time of year that the second Brisa said. I know it's the time of the first price is equivalent to the second price. Another answer would be by same alternative like an answer no. They're not identical, but rather what? Hakatani Behadja, we said in the first price, if there's later ones, you can you, you can uh, uh, you can uh, you can you can you can continue eating. So therefore it's not difficult because we're always saying that here, if, you, if you, there's a certain time, and if there's a later time, that's also, you find ones that are later, you can follow ones that are later. So you can rely on this and, and lack of other, not one of the other knowledge. If you know the other places, you can continue eating. Uh, that's, the, that's the point, if I understood correctly. Tanya, we learned, Rabbi Shimagamli, Omer, Simon, Lahar, and Milan. Okay, we're going to say in general, you can identify the mountains by the fact. Uh, uh, um, that you find the trees that have gallnuts on them. There are a lot. Of, it's very common to find them. That's what's. That's a, that. That is is a, a distinguishing sign of the mountains. Okay, but other trees don't grow well there. Simon Lamokim, a, a, a sign that that identifies the valleys. They call them is that they're date palms. They grow well there. Simon Lanachalim Kanim. What is a sign of a of a river? Okay, that is that there are reeds grow there. Simon Lishvela Shikma and a and a and a sign of a plain is the fact that the Shikma, the tree called Shikma grows there. Okay, and even though I can't there's no proof that on the plain the Shikma grows. There is an indication of that. Shenemar says, The king made, made silver in Jerusalem like, like stones. And he made arazim trees, okay, like shikmim, that are, that are, that are so, numer- so numerous, like the shikmim in the, in the shvela, in the, in the plain. Okay, so therefore we see that the shvela, that the plain has this tree called the shikma. Um, now the whole point is, who cares? Simon Lahar Milim, okay, Simon Lahar to call him, okay? So he said what? The sign of the mountains is that the, the trees that have gallnuts on them. And Simon Lahar a sign of the valley is that there are date, date palms. Nafkamina, what do I care for? The Bikurim, that's for Bikurim, because Bikurim has to be brought, two things has to be one. One has to be from the seven species that Eretz Israel is praised for, and within the species, it has to be the praised one, it has to be the one that grows nicely, and not the one that doesn't grow nicely. So we learned, you can only bring the first fruits from the seven species that Eretz Israel was blessed with, and praised with, okay? And not from date palms in the mountains. Why? Because, because, because they're not, those are not good day palms, you have to bring it from the day palms of the valleys, okay? Nor do you bring it from the grain, in the, from the grain that's, that's in the valleys, because it gets, it's too wet, it gets watered there, and it gets, it gets bad. So therefore you have to know what's the, you have to know what's called the mountain and what's called the valley. So the mountain's the place where you find the trees with gallnuts, and the, and the valley's the place where you find the date palms. Similar in the Chalim when we said a sign of a river, okay, is that reeds grow there. Nafkamina and Nachleitan. Here they're going to translate Nachleitan, the place where we take the head off the 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 uh, calf it, when when we find a dead body. We don't know who belonged. You know, we don't know where it came from. Uh, we don't know who killed it. We don't. And we, we go to the nearest city, etc. So therefore, that's for Nachleitan. So it has to be called the strong stream. What's called that strong stream? It has to be a place where uh, where the where the where the where the where the um, 
uh, reeds grow. Similar Shvele Shikma, what's the point of the of that the sign of the plane is a shikma tree? That's for the sake of buying and selling. If you tell somebody you're selling a plane, by definition it has to have shikma trees uh, on it. And if it doesn't have shikma trees, then it's not considered selling a plane. You didn't fulfill your contract. So Mar says, you know what? Hashla to us is the hachi. Once you're going to say that, you're going to say that if, uh, for the purposes of defining what you agreed to sell, so then you can really say all of them, also mountains and also valleys and also uh, and also rivers, you can say the thing, Kulu, Nami the Mecca I could just say that the sign is there to talk about whether you fulfilled your contract or didn't fulfill your contract. Okay, says the Mishnah. Okay, now we, we, we're going to talk about other Minhagim. They had, just to make it easy, we, we have a decree. The rabbi said that we don't sell big animals to a non-Jew, okay? Like, uh, uh, why is that? Because when a per- if a Jewish person rents an animal to a non-Jew or lends an animal to a non-Jew, there's a big problem because a Jewish person has an obligation to rest his animal on Shabbos. Now, if he rents or rents or lends his animal to a non-Jew, the non-Jew's going to work with it on Shabbos, and the Jew, it still, it's still the animal still belongs to the Jew, the Jew's going to transgress. He has an obligation for his animal to rest, and now the animal's not resting on Shabbos. So the rabbis made a decree that we don't sell these animals. You see, big animals we don't sell to a non-Jew lest, we'll, lest we will rent them or lend them which is absolutely forbidden so now one second so it's in a place where the minag was to sell small, what about little animals like sheep etc so a place where the minag was to sell them we sell them a place where they didn't sell them we don't sell them some places they said we're, just like we don't sell big animals we're really not going to sell small animals Okay, but every place you are, no matter where you are, there's no minag, because the rabbis are told us that we don't, we don't sell big animals to the, non, to the non-Jews. Agolim, Yisyachim, calves, or, or young horses, Shlemim, whether they're healthy, Shiburim, whether, whether they're crippled. Okay, okay, Rabbi Huda, Mata Bashur, Rabbi Huda says, no, you can sell an animal that's that's crippled. Why? Because they're never going to keep it. They're going to shecht it, okay? And therefore, we're not going to, nobody's going to see uh, um, uh, nobody's going to see the animal there and say, oh, we're allowed to sell them. Those ones, they're going to shecht them. It's not really a problem. Ben Becerra, Mata Ben Becerra says also, if a horse that is that is used just for riding, okay, not for other things, you're allowed to sell to a non-Jew because he's not, because he's not going to be, what's going to be the worst problem? The, the, there are two problems, actually, I should elaborate. There are actually two problems with selling an animal to a non-Jew. One is that he might work on Shabbos, you know, or lending what you want to work on Shabbos. The other one is, there's another problem that when, that may be, on, maybe another problem could be that if you, let's say you, you're selling just before Shabbos comes in, you want to say, let me see this animal is a good pack animal, and then it, then it, starts, to, it starts to do the work or as Shabbos comes in, so that's a problem. So to check it out is a problem also. So over here, the, here even the worst problem, no matter what you do, the, what's the worst problem that could happen with a horse for riding? It's not a, it's not a working animal. LMI what, you're going to check it out as Shabbos comes in? Riding an animal itself is only a rabbinic decree, not a Torah, not a Torah decree. No, it's a, having an animal uh, carry your load, that's okay, that's, that's a Torah decree. Okay, but, but, uh, but, the, but, but the person riding the animal is only a, is only a uh, rabbinic tree, okay? Uh, is only a rabbinic tree. Uh, 
Sli Pesach Oakley in a place where 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 the Minag is to eat roasted meat on on Pesach night. You can eat roasted meat. Malkam Shinagu Shalach, all the place where they where where they said not to eat roasted meat, they have a minag not to eat it because it looks like you're eating uh, sacrificial meat outside the base of meat. This is called Pesach and Ochlin, then you don't eat roasted meat on the night of Pesach. A person is forbidden to say this meat is for Pesach. You buy meat, you say, even though you're going to, it doesn't matter, forget how you're going to roast it or make it or you're going to cook it. You don't say this meat is for Pesach. Why? Because it looks like when he, that, he, that he's, he's saying what? He's saying, oh, this animal is to. Is to uh, by the sacrifice, and he's eating the sacrifice. It looks like he's eating the sacrifice out of outside of Yerushalayim. Amra Papa Dafka Basar. Papa said the whole problem is only meat. But if you say that this wheat is for Pesach, there's no problem. Why? Because nobody's going to think he's going to say, "Oh, this wheat is to buy is to buy carbon Pesach." Rather, what they're just going to understand the mint of the Pesach carbon. Just means to say we have to guard this wheat for Pesach to keep it from becoming uh, to become. Uh, um, the, 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 that uh, uh, you know, put away this stuff that'll it'll be guarded for Pesach that we can eat on Pesach. Not that he's donating it, you know, to buy a carbon Pesach. Ubasa lo. You want to tell me what? And you want to tell me by meat? I can't say that this meat is for Pesach. Maybe didn't we learn? Am Rabbi Yossi, didn't we learn this with the famous Brisa? Rabbi Yossi said, "Todos ish Romi, he niggas b'nei Romi lechol gadoyim akulos." And Todos ish Romi, a famous Jew, the Todos ish Romi, he used to tell the people to eat. Uh, the 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 uh, 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 a sheep I know a young goat uh, uh, um, with the with the with the legs and the innards on the sides exactly roasted just the way they made the carbon pesach in Rome when he wasn't in the carbon pesach but pesachim shalchulu and the rabbis sent a message El told us I thought if you weren't told us who's a very important person goes we I would I would excommunicate you for what you're doing why you're feeding the Jewish people temple a sacrificial matter outside of Yisrael not really but it, that's what it looks like you're doing a really bad thing you're making a mock up of the carbon pesach you're not allowed to do that. So you see what, what are they writing to me? They're eating sacrifices out to Yerushalayim? That's not a sacrifice. Nobody made it a sacrifice. Okay? The fact that, the, that, that it was prepared in a way that looks like a sacrifice didn't make it a sacrifice. But rather say, rather say, you're close. You're making doing something that looks like you're doing something that looks like that's close to feeding the sacrificial matter outside of Yishalayim. But you see what? When were the rabbis upset when they made it exactly the way that the Kaddishim were made? They made it with the innards and the and the, uh, and, the, uh, and the and the and the feet on the side. Okay? But it's not Mekulis. And the, and the feet by the side. It doesn't make a difference whether he said for Pesach, not for Pesach, that's forbidden. Okay? Shaina Makulas, when he doesn't do it that way, then Pirish in, then it depends if he says this is for this is for Pesach. That's a problem. It looks like holy, low Pirish. But if he didn't say it, it doesn't matter. Okay, low. If he didn't say it, it doesn't matter. So therefore the two different things. So you're right. So therefore we said so we said the truth is what? By meat, as long as you say it, that's a problem. Okay, if you don't say it, then it's only a problem. You don't say it this is for Pesach. It's only a problem if you made it like that the way we're learning that. It's only a problem if you made it like the carbon Pesach, but if not, not. Ravacha says that unlike the way we learned it, he says that it, that it, it was Rabbi Shimon uh, who told over this price. Not the way we learned what that it was, that it was, that it was, um, uh, that it was Rav Yossi. 
Now, who told this story? It was Rabbi Shimon who told this story of what happened with Todos uh, of Rome. So he says, he says, he says, he says, Rabbi Shimon, Masking floor of Shesha, Vesha is attacking me. So one thing, how can you tell me that this Brisa was according to the opinion of Rabbi Shimon? Bishlom and the Manditan and Loka Biyasi, very good, it could be who one who taught it was according to the opinion of Rabbi Yossi. Nicha, that makes sense, as we'll see. Elaman, the Maslik, Rabbi Shimon, me Nicha, but you want to tell me it's Rabbi Shimon? He says, that makes sense. Well, Tanan, didn't we learn? Okay, there's a problem. Let's say there's a, we can have a problem with the way people speak. A mincha is made of wheat and not of barley. Okay, and okay, and okay. And there's the, the, we, a, 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 pardon me, a voluntary mincha, you can't volunteer mincha from barley. You can only volunteer mincha from wheat, okay? So when a person says, it says uh, uh, a person says, uh, I, I, I accept upon myself a mincha of barley. Now you can't, you can't volunteer mincha of barley. We said I want to give a mincha of barley. So, so one opinion is what we say simply, we say, we say simply what the first opinion holds what? No, since he said I, I want to bring a mincha, and then he said of barley. So since the only mincha that he can bring voluntarily is wheat, even though he said barley, he has to bring a mincha of wheat. Rabbi Shimon says no, he's exempt. Why? Since he didn't, since you, since the end of his language, you have to follow. He said barley, and he means barley. Okay, so then it's nothing. You know, there is no voluntary mincha of barley. So he said, I want to bring a mincha of barley. You have to follow the last thing that he said, not the first thing he said. I want to bring a mincha. Say, well, he must have meant wheat. Say, no, he said follow the last thing he said, barley. And since he said what's well, impossible, that's not how that's not how people. A, a volunteer, okay, okay, uh, um, uh, he, he, he doesn't have to bring anything. So we have a problem. If you're telling me now what, what that Rabbi Shimon is the one who told the story of Todos, according to Rabbi Shimon, when a person, when a person, when a person speaks uh, uh, improperly, it's a zero. Okay, so therefore what? says, what's the problem? Even if this guy called it a Pesach, what's the, what's the problem of eating a, 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 the, the animal that you, that you prepared like carbon Pesach? Even if you said, okay, uh, 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 it's a carbon Pesach at the time that you're roasting it, it's too late. You only have to, you have to designate the Pesach way before that. Okay? You don't do it at the time of roasting, you do it before. What's the difference? Even if I would say now when I'm roasting, it's a Pesach, it would still be nothing. So how can Rabbi Shimon hold it? There's a problem with what Todas did? And according to Rabbi Yossi, you think it's okay? He says, didn't Rabbi say, Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon said what? When Rabbi Shimon said what? That you don't bring, when he said, I want to bring a mincha of barley, you don't bring anything because you follow the barley and it means nothing. He said it wrong. But she says, Rabbi Yossi, Omra. What are talking about? Even, even Rabbi Shimon was speaking according to Rabbi Yossi, the Omra, because he said, Rabbi Yossi said, Rabbi Yossi also said that also, a person, we do follow the end of a person's language. In other words, in other words, Rabbi Shimon himself, uh, okay, uh, uh, according, said according to Rabbi Yossi. Okay. Uh, My love, me the Rabbi Shimon. So therefore, what? How did he? Where did Rabbi Shimon get his idea from? For Rabbi Yossi says you have to follow the end of the language, like Rabbi Shimon. So how can you tell me according to Rabbi Shimon it's a problem? Rabbi Yossi himself says like Rabbi Shimon. So if Rabbi, Shimon has a, if Rabbi Shimon says the end, the end that if you say in a way that's not, that doesn't work, it's nothing, and you want to say, therefore, he, he can't, we can't justify the censure of, of Todos, because it's nothing, even if you would say it's Karm Pesach, it's nothing, you don't, you don't designate the Karm Pesach when you roast it. 
So therefore, therefore, also even Rabbi Yossi is holds like Rabbi Shem. Rabbi Yossi shouldn't 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 be able to have be the author of the Brisim because according to him also they shouldn't have censored Todas. My love, be the Shimon so like Rabbi Yossi. Since Rabbi Shimon holds like Rabbi Yossi, that what that you follow the end of the language. Rabbi, Rabbi Yossi, Nami so like Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Yossi also must hold like Rabbi Shimon. That what that Rabbi Yossi holds also that what that once you speak improperly, it's not it's not it's not a, it's not a vow at all. Mar says, "Lo, no. Rabbi Shimon so like Rabbi Yossi. Rabbi Shimon does hold like Rabbi Yossi. It's true. Rabbi Shimon says that the end of, the, of his language worked. But Rabbi Yossi so like Shimon. But Rabbi Yossi, even the Rabbi Yossi says that you have to take into account the second language. And in certain cases, you have to follow everything the person said, the beginning and the end. And the, and the end doesn't undo the beginning, which I didn't spell out. But that's what he holds. Okay. But he doesn't hold that when you speak improperly that it's a zero. Okay. He doesn't have to hold like like Rabbi Shimon that it, that it, that it's a zero. Okay, and it could be that Rabbi, that 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 uh, that that uh, according to Rabbi Shimon, even even though we do follow the end of the language, but if it doesn't make sense, we still obligate the person. Okay, and the reason is not because he holds necessarily that you follow the first language, but rather what we just say that because the per- people don't speak for no reason. So if a person said something that doesn't make sense, we assume that he meant the other way. It's not that we follow the first language. Everybody agrees we follow the last language. When it makes no sense. Okay, and you can't do the begin the first language and the second language. Then we assume you meant something that's meaningful. Must be you follow what he said in the beginning, not because you follow the beginning, because there's no other way to make it make sense. Well, therefore what? So therefore, and therefore. Uh, so therefore, we can say when it when it comes to even if a person said well, once they're roasting, he says this is for carbon pesach, which is too late to designate carbon pesach. Okay, it's still it's it doesn't matter. It still looks like it. Okay, because if we would say if he would say it, uh, uh, um, that is like eating kachim outside. Because so let's say for example. If after Shrita he would say, this is for Pesach, we would say that he wants to buy a Pesach. Okay, he wants to use it for money for a Pesach. So that's enough to say that it looks like, according to, we could say according to, according to Rishimah, it's enough to say it, it looks like um, uh, he's making, he, he's eating kachim outside of Yishalayim. Ibailu, we have this question. When they said, he said, you're a great person, otherwise we would have excommunicated you. In what way was he a great person? Was he a great person? Was he a great Ava? Was he a great person? Okay, uh, was he genuinely a great person? Uh, or, or, and that's why they didn't want to excommunicate him. Oh, Balag Rufamovar, he was a violent person. <laughs> that's why they didn't want to excommunicate him. They were afraid of him. Toshma, we learn. We see that he was a great person because he, he made a great Russia. He great, explained great Torah. Rather than bow down to an idol, allowed themselves to be thrown into the oven. So what did they see fit to let themselves be thrown into the oven? Pardon me. Why were they willing to let themselves be thrown into the fire? To sanctify God's name, they didn't say, "Listen, we should rather we should we, we should we should we should rather stay alive than to, in order to uh, stay alive and transgress the Torah rather than rather than uh, rather than be killed, be killed." So not so kavachomer So they made a kavachomer from the from the frogs in the in the time of Mitzrayim. They said these frogs in the time of the plagues in Egypt, they have no commandment to sanctify God's name. It's written about those frogs. They're going to come and they're going to go into your house, and in your oven, and into your and into your kneading bowls. When are the kneading bowl? 
coals or 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 these or these doughs. Okay, when are they found by the by the oven? Have you when it's when it's when the oven is hot. So and and still the frogs went in. Okay, and they threw them. They, so they threw themselves into the oven to the point of killing themselves. So therefore, we who are commanded to sanctify God's name, the frogs who weren't who weren't commanded to sanctify God's name, God's name, let themselves go into the oven to sanctify God's name. We who are commanded, certainly we should do it. So you see that he was a great man. He made this drush. He says he was another thing. He was a great person because he would he would give merchandise to the Tamil Chacham so that the Tamil Chacham would be able to make a living. And because of that, he got wisdom. Every person who gives merchandise to the Tamil Chacham to do business with, to make a living, he's and he's able to sit in the in the Shiva Shamala. The, the great assembly above, okay, Shanemar says, in the shadow of wisdom is in the shadow of money. In other words, uh, 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 the, the, in the shadow of wisdom, they'll bring in the person who, who, uh, um, who benefited the Chacham from his possessions. Jews and non-Jews, just all Jews only. Uh, Mark, we don't say, Mark of Shinogu, the Hadlik okay, now we have, we have, we have two minhagim, when it comes to lighting candles for Yom Kippur, why? And to explain it simply, and they'll make it easier later. There, there are two thoughts. You know, it's forbidden for people to have intimate relations with Yom Kippur. So one reason to have, to, if you have a light, so they'll see each other, they don't want to be together. On the other hand, since being together is forbidden when there's a light, it's good to have a light on. So there's two contradictory points, both are the same point. If you have a light, it's not. You maybe shouldn't have a light because the light will make them want to be together. Or on the other, maybe you should have a light because that's what, because it's forbidden to be together when there's a light on. So better to have the light. Okay, so Malcolm Shinogel, the Hadli Kasanir places where the minag was to light a lamp for pay, for, for Yom Kippur, but the Yom Kippur and Madlik, and they, they would light. Malcolm Shinogel, Shlom Adlik and Madlik, a place where the minag was not to light, you don't light. Okay, but wherever you are, we light in the we light in the in the Beit Knesset, in the base Medrash, in the dark alleyways, for sick people, you have to give covenant. So, okay, Tana we learn. Whatever the, the various locales, whatever they said, they all had the same thing in mind, like I just told you. They were worried about the problem of intimacy on Yom Kippur. And Rabbi said the Pasuk applies to them. He says, your, 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 your people are all righteous. They will always inherit the land. What, in other words, the, oh, the, it means no matter what they said, they're righteous. Like what they said, the light or not the light, they both had exactly the same thing in mind, which is to do the right thing. And they both, there for two opposite reasons, they were trying to do the right thing. He said, We only make the bracha on the fire on Matsi Shabbos. Why? Okay, on Saturday night, you make a bracha on Why? Because that's the beginning of the creation of light. That's when Adam Rishon was given the understanding to make a, to make a fire. So, this was certain elders said to Rihuda, Says Yishar, yeah, good job. You said right. You said good. I'm Rabbi Yochanan. Okay, v'chein I'm Rabbi Yochanan. And so Rabbi Yochanan said the same thing. That what? That we don't. We, we only make the bracha on the fire on Motzi Shabbos. Now, okay. What, what, what about Motzi Kippur? Ula have a also. Ula was was riding his donkey. Okay. Rabbi Shakov also. He's going along the road. Okay. Rabbi Abba mimine. Rabbi Abba was to Ula's right. Rabbi Barbachana as well. Rabbi Barbachana was to Ula's left. Only Rabbi Ula. So Rabbi Abba says to Ula, "Badai Damriso, is it correct that you?" 
that you and Rabbi Baruchana, that you guys say, that you said the name of Rabbi Yochanan, aim of Baruchana, the world of Motzi Shabbos, that we don't make a bracha on the fire except Motzi Shabbos, because that's when it was first created, you know, so you first got to be able to do it, Adam was first able to do it. Says so, so. In other words, so he's implying that they said it. So Hadar Ula of a Chazabei Barava Rabbarachana Bishus. So Ula turns to Rabbarachana and gives him a gives him a a a a very stern look. Okay, he said. Wait, he said, are you the one who said that? In the name of Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan never said that. He, we also we, Rabbi Yochanan holds that we do make a bracha Motzi Yom Kippur, not just on Motzi Shabbos, but also on Yom Kippur. How could you have said such a thing? Amar Leis, or Abraham, understanding that Ula thought that he said that, he said, listen, no, he says, on a lava he says, I never said that, I never spoke about the bracha on a fire of Matsyam Kippur. Well, this is what I spoke of, this halacha I spoke of, the Rabbi Yochanan. The Tani Tamakami, Rabbi Yochanan, one time the teacher of, uh, the teacher of Mishnayis and Bryce has said in front of Yochanan, Rabbi Shimon Allah, Rabbi Shimon Allah says, Yom Kippur, Shechalis, Bishabbos, when Yom Kippur comes out on Shabbos, even a place where their minag was not to light, um, a light for Yom Kippur, Malikin, you light. Why? Because it'd be Midnight Shabbos. For the honor of Shabbos, even though it's Yom Kippur, and they, they hold not to light Yom Kippur, it's once it's Yom Kippur coincides with Shabbos, you still light. The only Rabbi Yochan Basrei, what I taught was that Yochanan said after him, Pachamim Osri. And the rabbis say no, even, even what? That even when it's Yom Kippur and Shabbos, you still don't light the light. So he said, so he said, he said, he said, so what I said was the, that, that the rabbis forbid until Motzi Shabbos. You don't light until Motzi Shabbos. That's what I said in the name of Rabbi Yochanan. Okay? That's what I spoke about Saturday night, that you don't light the light of Yom Kippur until Saturday night, and you don't light it, you don't light it on, on, on Friday night, which is, which is Yom Kippur. Okay? But I never spoke about the making a bracha on Motzi Yom Kippur. Amar Leis at that point, so Ula said he saw Rabbi Yochanan's good. He says he says Adatehe. Ah, that should be. He said what you said there. That's true. Rabbi Yochanan did say that. He says Kriyale, and he, he said the pasuk like this. Kriyale, Rabbi Yosef. Rabbi Yosef said this pasuk uh, um, uh, about this story. That is what he says. She says deep water. Is, deep water is the counsel in the heart of a man. Okay, in a people. Okay, and a person of understanding will draw it out. In other words, what Deep water is the counsel heart of a man. That's Ula. Ula understood that uh, that uh, from what uh, uh, okay uh, that that uh, that from the for, he understood uh, he understood that Rabbi Rachan had said the wrong thing, but he didn't say to him, "Why'd you say that?" Okay, but he kept it in his heart and just looked at him. When it says the wise man takes, uh, will draw it out, that's Rabbi Barachana, because he understood what? He understood what Ula was really, what Ula was really thinking. So Ula kept, he kept his counsel, and, and uh, Rabbi Barachana drew it out. I've Inu, and what I mean, an Ula, Rabbi Barachana, okay, who didn't want to admit to Rabbi Abba that what? That, um, uh, that you don't make a bracha on the fire motzi Shabbos. Why? Kaman Sabru, who do they hold like that? You do make a bracha on the fire motzi Yom Kippur. Or motzi Yom Kippur. Why? I, that's not the night necessarily when it was created. You make a bracha on the fire. Whether it's motzi Shabbos or, or, or it's, it's motzi Yom Kippur. And that's what the people are accustomed to do. We said, and we said other times that the reason because now the fire of Yom Kippur was forbidden all Yom Kippur. So it's right to make a bracha on Motsim Kippur, even if it's not Saturday night. But that's where we're, string, we're stringent, as we know, to get a fire that was indeed there and forbidden to use all of Yom Kippur. 
Okay, we'll stop there for the moment. Everyone have a wonderful day.